just done such an incredible job incredible service for so many of you and, and for the area and it's one of the reasons she's been able to build upon that um, I recommend that you do follow her on social media among other things you can see that, that well deserved well earned growth uh, but one of the things that I, I do really like and why I recommend her is because despite that her goal is not to you know create this uh, uh, you know, a massive team that works with every client. Now, of course, she wants to expand, uh, and she's, because of success, expanding the team with each team member, giving the personal experience. But some, like all businesses, their approach is different, and here's some companies that, you know, you uh, get an agent, 90% of the time you're working with somebody else, though. That's not what you get with Emily Johnson. Um, she's your agent. You work with her. Uh, you need recommendations. You work with her. She's got advice. You work, work with her. Um, you know, th- that's, that's part of the magic of what she does and why so many people recommend her. You can, of course, I tell you this based off my experience and knowing her and, and then also the experience of so many others, which you can read those reviews online on her social media. It's Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty, all of your home buying and selling needs. Emily Johnson. She's also under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. All right, let's talk a little bit about the State of the Union. Uh, one of the big takeaways was the um, G-rated version of a makeout session between Kamala Harris's husband and Joe Biden's wife, Doctor Jill Biden. Maybe he's trying to. Uh, maybe he's trying to like marry up. He's he's thinking a. Uh, you know, I'd like to have a doctor. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> something I thought too. He was probably thinking, I've always wanted to kiss a doctor. What if it's this? So I'm trying because this is the thing people are like, why on earth? It just seems like a weird thing. Is it the biggest thing in the world? Is it, you know, but, you know, particularly given how the left up until I don't know when it seemed like they flipped a switch that they were all about on a national level, masks, COVID, distancing. I mean, even it just seems like within the last month, you'll see Biden. I think when they were walking on a beach recently, he was by himself. He's wearing a mask. And then it's just randomly mouth kissing people <laughs> out in public. Like, there, there is no easing into it. There's no. Now, many of us, we have recognized the science and the reality. So we have not been living in that world for a very long time. But I'm telling you, you go to some of these places, places that are run by Democrats, one-party rule, and it is still, in many instances, total lockdown fear factor all the time. And and this is an administration also on any given day that bounces between, oh, the pandemic is over, to, no, the pandemic is still I- existing, which is why we need to give student loan relief. You know, So it, it just depends on the day that you're listening to them. And still, you will, at certain times, at certain events, uh, you'll see these people, including Biden, taking the steps that if you were just to show photos randomly and ask what, 
you know, when was this picture taken? Was it taken recently or was it taken six months into the pandemic or what? I, it, it would be hard to tell because they're totally random. And it, I just thought it was so funny that these people, you know, it's like, what is the difference between now versus even a year ago or six months ago when when Democrats were still, you know, wear masks and, and maybe for between six months and a year ago? There really is no difference. Um, you know, people that are getting vaccinated are getting vaccinated. Um you know, it's just there's no real realistic difference, but they change not based off science or anything. It's just so weird and random. And so to see these individuals that were all about you know, do everything you can, even things that don't make sense to protect yourself, mouth kissing uh, in on full display. It's just so weird. And. It's the sort of thing that does stand out, and it makes you wonder why. Why would they do that? Now, you thought it may have been one of those accidental things where they're going both for a side cheek kiss, but um, they it went the same direction, and then they hit each other on the mouth. Well, that was what think, I thought at potential. first. I don't think so. I mean, I, I saw it a couple times. I don't know. I think Jill was taking one for the team and doing something weird before the State of the Union. Take that, focus. Yeah. So people were very confused for at least at least 10 minutes in. Uh, so that kind of covered for Joe if he I messed got, up. I, I got a thought on what it may be. Okay. <clears throat> Prior to his election... During the debates, there was a lot of legitimate questioning as to whether or not Joe Biden was getting some sort of drug stimulant to make it through the debates because he would go from, you know, the very tired sounding confused old man and then he'd show up at the debates and he wasn't quite that bad. And so particularly given the sundowning effect of people with dementia and the debates being in the evening, it just struck a lot of people as out of step with the way somebody, the way that he behaved. And so, you know, there were questions and it's not uncommon. I mean, Kennedy, because of, of the tremendous physical pain he had um, as president of the United States, he was constantly having drugs injected into him just to make it through the day. Uh, so it's not anything that's unheard of. Uh, so th- there was a lot of thought about that. And, and how is it that sometimes he th- what what is going on with him? Maybe just maybe Biden likes to watch and it gets him going. And 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 so before those debates, he would sit there and watch Jill make out with someone because some people like that sort of thing. They're kind of freaky. And, and it really, I, oh, you know, gets him going, and and it really gets him focusing, and 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 uh, and that's just maybe his thing. And so perhaps they, Jill thought, going to give him a little extra boost tonight. This is important. Everybody's watching uh, because. Uh, well, a number of reasons, but a lot of people are watching uh, to see whether or not there's going to be any response uh, about China spying on the United States and and so forth. And and there's just a lot at stake here. Uh, this is believed to be the uh, the the State of the Union, the last one that he will give prior to announcing whether he's going to run again. And so this was seen as uh, setting the stage for his argument to run for reelection and to get reelected, and uh, and that it's. Really really important so she thought uh, you know what i'm giving him that inj- 
injection. I'm giving him the drug he needs. The old razzle dazzle. Uh, the old razzle dazzle, and I'm going to give him just a sneak peek of what he what he's got coming for him. And so I'm just going to give uh, old Doug here a big old mouth kiss. Maybe that's what it is. Potentially, I, I mean, mean Biden could be a weird. Freak. They are weird. I mean, this is a guy that can't keep his hands off of. 10 to 12 year old girls and chases dogs around naked uh, in his uh, home. Um, So, yeah. And took showers with his own daughter, according to her own diary, until she was well beyond the inappropriate age. Uh, They're a weird family. And so, yeah, that, in fact, would rate almost as unweird compared to so many of the other things that we know about that family that on paper is very incestuous if you look at i if they had been related it would have even made more sense but i don't know who knows who knows uh we're gonna get the news from rima here a look at the weather there is a flood watch through tomorrow morning for counties along and south of 44 up to three and a half inches rain possible and then we will have some audio bits uh listen here's the thing about the state of the union a week from now no one's going to be talking about it When you watch the State of the Union, if you are a person who is interested in the truth, it is very angering and very frustrating because you recognize there are a lot of people listening to what he says, and they're going to believe the things he says, no matter how absurd the lies are. And so there is this feeling of injustice. There is this feeling of frustration because you think, what if people are going to believe it? Um, The people who... the people who are susceptible to that, he's, I don't think it's even really convincing anyone the lies. It's just giving the base something to rally around. And a, a week from now, if even by the end of the week, all this will be meaningless. And so that I tell you that as an emotional healing mental exercise. When And that's what I do for myself. I'm like, you know what? As mad as this makes me, it's not going to matter a week from now. Um, and so some of the audio I actually have is, um, I don't know, it may be a bit different than what you're going to hear on some of the other shows, but we've got that uh, coming up here in a couple of moments. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. If you have any comments, thoughts, jokes you want to crack, feel free to send them in. Here's Jason Rima with news. An advocacy group says a large majority of hospitals continue to hide the cost of care from consumers. PatientRightsAdvocate.org says that includes 36 hospitals in Missouri, including Cox North, Mercy Hospital in Springfield, and Mercy Hospitals in Aurora, Joplin, Lebanon, and Cassville. Only six hospitals in Missouri were found to be in full compliance with a law enacted two years ago that requires them to post their real prices online. Meantime, the Springfield-Green County Health Department says nearly one in three adults in Springfield have high blood pressure. The health department is urging people to take at least one step toward improving their heart health. Evangel University has received a $2 million challenge grant to build the Valor Center, a 70,000-square-foot arena and training facility. That grant from the Maybe Foundation challenges Evangel to wrap up the $18 million fundraising effort over the next year. And a Missouri man convicted of killing his live-in girlfriend and her three young children has been executed after the courts and Governor Parson turned aside his claim that he was in another state when those killings happened. Raheem Taylor was the third Missouri inmate put to death in just over two months. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements at Flood Watch through tomorrow morning for counties along and south of 44. Rain today, high of 50. Storms, showers tonight, 36 for a low.
mostly sunny, 52 tomorrow and 38 on Friday. Someone texted in that uh, I'm not the first person to suggest maybe Joe likes to watch, and that's what that was about. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> so we had not only uh, a text in, but Tom texted that as I'm well. I'm glad I'm not <laughs> the only one that thinks that, because uh, I'd start to worry maybe I'm the pervert. No, if I I'm, mean, there was at least three other messages, so... We, we should... You're wait, good, I, you're in the clear. I, I have to, we'll have to zoom in on the photo. I wonder if she had, like, a little lapel pin that was of a loofah sponge or something. Ooh, you know? Oh, point. yeah, you never know. If you don't know what that means, you can look it up. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. J-Lo! If you're watching the stream on YouTube, perhaps you saw what appeared to be Sarah horking, gagging over there, which she is because she keeps insisting on looking at photos or watching the video of the the uh, uh, Jill Biden kiss well, I was with curious. Kamala's you husband. Said, you keep one th- you're like throwing up over there. You find it's it- gross, <laughs> awful. <laughs> But you suggested maybe she was wearing a loofah pin, so I went yeah. back to uh, to take a look. Nope, just a shower curtain. Someone uh, asked on the text line, what was up with Elizabeth Warren and the Crayola pin? I did not see it. She has a Crayola pin? Like a yeah, like a, a, like a little, yeah, a little Crayola yeah, brooch, basically. So who, who I looked knows? it up. Uh, it was about child care. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because government has – this is the thing that kills me about these – I just get – these people like Warren and these others that think government is the answer for everything, I have no respect for them intellectually because government does not succeed at things other than war. And usually one side succeeds and then the other does not. And you know, in, and in that instance, it's about a 50-50 usually. Uh, but – I, that's part of what just appalls me. Whether it's a Democrat or locally, you'll have even Republicans here like, you know what we need to do because government has done such a good job so far with public education. Uh, um, we need to start it even earlier. Yes, yes, even let, let's even before kindergarten. And, and we need to guarantee it. And then we need to mandate it because we have just proven that we are so good at this with the way we handled COVID lockdowns, the graduation rates that we've got in this country. Everything is so is swimmingly wonderful uh, from a top-down uh, education approach in this country that, that give us your children even more. It's like you are the last people. The last you should be embarrassed. And for people like Elizabeth Warren to have the audacity to wear some sort of pin suggesting that you know she cares about child education because she wants government to do more of it. If you really if anyone in government who really truly genuinely cares about ch- children's uh, education would say we need to get out of it, not do more of it. If you look at the results some of the things that uh, Biden uh, talked about last night, one, he, <laughs> I, it, it just again. So he recognized Brandon Say, the man who confronted and disarmed the Monterey Park, California mass shooter a couple of weeks ago and used that to push um, an assault weapons ban, which, again, all weapons assault, a toaster can assault. Um. The, California, of course, <laughs> already has in place the sorts of laws that Biden says we need nationally to make sure what happened in California does not happen. 
if you were to write a script, if you were to write a movie about a society that has so dumbed itself down and having people in power who prey on the ignorance of the population. You and I aren't in this segment. Let's just be honest about it. But there are a lot of people who are. You would write the script of last night. You would write the script of what we're dealing with today. Only can you have a people that are willfully, to a significant degree, ignorant. That you could use an instance in a state to push for legislation on a federal level that already exists in that state. Claiming that that legislation that already exists would have stopped from happening what happened under that legislation that already exists. It's, it's total, it's detachment from reality, and it is preying on people who are ignorant. It's one of the reasons it's so frustrating for you and I, because we know the truth, and it's you don't have to be brilliant to figure this stuff out, which is why it's also frustrating. And the fact that the country is being directed by a bunch of ignoramuses. They're putting people at the helm that are preying on their ignorance. That are using their ignorance for power. You, if people really truly understood the very basics of what are going on, and were taught in our education system how to critically think, the Democrats would either not exist any longer, or they at least would not exist in their current form, because they could not continue this. I mean, another example, Biden. <laughs> blamed the hammer attack on Paul Pelosi on January 6th and questioning elections and so forth. This is a guy who, among other things, is known for complete and utter failure when it comes to enforcing immigration laws. In fact, just yesterday, there were hearings, six hours of hearings in Congress from people who were actually there on the ground talking about what an absolute unmitigated disaster it is and how this administration has ceded operational control of our border to the drug cartels. They are the ones calling the shots. They are the ones in charge. And here you have an illegal alien, an illegal alien attack, break into the home, and attack the husband of the then Speaker of the House, And he is able to blame it on people who call for election integrity. I mean, it's total and complete madness. If there's anything to be taken from that, again, here you, you, if you're going to point fingers at anyone, would it not be somebody who continues to facilitate the ability of illegal aliens to be in this country? Given that this person was an illegal alien, we as an a- if somebody accidentally is released from jail, this happens every so often, you see these stories, right? There's some sort of mix-up. And somebody accidentally gets released from jail. And if that person goes out, breaks into a home, holds a family hostage, raping the kids, then ultimately murdering everyone, People would be outraged, and they would demand that whomever let that person out be fired and held accountable. 
because it should not have happened. I mean, can't, I think we can all agree that there would be outrage, that people would, how can this happen? Yet when people are allowed into this country illegally and they commit crimes, the people who are responsible for making sure they don't get in here illegally blame everybody else for it. And the Paul Pelosi situation is a perfect example of that. We're going to take a break. We'll have some audio also from last night. Uh, State of the Union address. American Transmissions Talk at text line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. Springfield's Talk 1041 is always just an app away. Download the KSGF app and listen live or catch what you missed on KSGF Mornings with Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you, thank you. Beatles Property Maintenance. First things first, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S. And what do they do? Well, they do a variety of home repairs and maintenance. Now, they can help you out with some of those smaller items that kind of pile up over time. You know, life gets busy, and uh, Beatles understands that. that. That's why they're able to help you out with so many of those items. So maybe you're thinking, oh, this spring I would really like to do a bathroom remodel, maybe in, in our uh, guest bathroom. Beatles can help you out with that. Or maybe you're wanting to get that deck prepared for the summer season well beetles can help you out with that as well uh but you know unexpected things can happen with your home as well uh, maybe you have some mold that's creeped up into uh, your crawl space maybe you need a vapor barrier uh, maybe you've had a leak that you didn't know about and uh, now you've got some water problems beetles property maintenance well they can help you out with all of those items as well so whether you have something unexpected pop up or you just have a list of things that you would like done around your home beetles property maintenance they can help you out now, you can find all of the contact information for Bruce and the Beatles property maintenance team. That's going to be housed at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Traffic updates and then some audio from last night. Also, your messages, your text messages on the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. And those uh, home loans, they do start at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. You know, I've, I've talked to uh, people who maybe, you know, they just they, they don't listen to the show. People that don't necessarily live in the area. And they've talked about, yeah, I went to my bank home loan. And, and they just oftentimes get the sense that the person doesn't really know what's going on they just plug in some information and really they don't do anything more than that person themselves could do with some sort of do it fast online loan and oftentimes that means well we can't help you um i saw that um i think it was alex it was alex or anthony Carricker had posted that uh just within a recent amount of time Twice they have been contacted by someone who had been told, oh, don't worry, we got you, you're good. And then they found the home, and and then they went back and were told, oh, well, actually, we didn't you know, fully get you approved. We're not able to do it after all. And fortunately, uh, the characters were able to help them. So I just can't recommend enough that be your go-to when it comes to the home loans for a whole litany of reasons. Read their reviews and, and uh, you know, say, trust me. Credibility is is a lot with me, and uh, I just I, I know that you're going to be pleased with the outcome. I want a great home loan dot com because you do. So we got the flood watch uh, that is through tomorrow morning for counties along and south of 44. Rain today 50 for a high. Showers and storms tonight down to 36. Tomorrow mostly sunny 52 and cloudy on Friday 38. The American Transmissions talk a text line. Curious Biden's response to the booze about cutting Social Security looked genuinely surprised. 
Has he met with Republican leaders? Until now, Nancy has been the point person. Maybe he's been so isolated. All he has heard is what the people around him decide to tell him. Maybe he really believed Republicans are planning evil cuts to benefits. It's so hard watching all of the pretty important people press their lips together and clap for themselves. Uh, now, here's I've got the audio of, um, uh, of that moment, and then I'll give you what I think is going on there. Here is that um, false claim. That Biden made, and then the response from Republicans. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant... It's really backpedaling. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks... And now, uh, you're Marjorie Taylor Greene at the end. You're a liar! <laughs> now, the reason that there was such such a response is because it's just a flat-out lie. I, this isn't a gray area or a lie by omission. It's just a straight-up, total, complete lie. And I it did think it was funny. He kind of backtracks. You hear him backtracking as it's going on. He he goes from Republicans want to sunset Social Security and Medicaid Medicare. To, so, well, maybe not the majority of you, but some of you to, well, maybe not some. I mean, there's just a, and at the very end, he's like, well, I got a proposal from one of you. <laughs> It's on my desk. You can come see it. So he goes from the Republican Party to just not quite a majority to just a handful down to, well, it was just a a member uh, in that short period of time. The reason that I believe there was genuine surprise on his face, he knows this isn't reality. Republicans... Listen, this fighting back is still relatively new for Republicans, particularly in this setting. Let's not forget during the State of the Union of Obama while selling Obamacare, one of the lies he told was that people who claimed it would eventually be used to funnel free health care to illegals were not telling the truth, they were lying, and that it would never, ever be used for that. And you had a member of Congress by the name of Joe Wilson, who the one guy yelled out, you lie. Now, of course, it would be a lie, because I mean, to this day, it's one of, it's Democrats, like try to sell that to the American. They brag about it that we that's who we are. So you know this is how Democrats, of course, operate. They they lie about things. When you point out, here's what's going to happen: like taxpayers being forced to pay for health care for people who come into this country illegally. Uh, they accuse you of being racist and you're a liar. But then they're the very ones that once it becomes a reality, uh, that that you know they they defend it. 
at that point in time, it was the Republicans who I believe they took Congressman Joe Wilson off committees to punish him. You don't do that. You don't, number one, you don't call the president of the United States a liar, even if he's lying. Number two, we're Republicans. We're the prim and proper party. We sit our, on our hands very politely when they lie about us. We sit on our hands very politely when they call us racist. We sit on our hands very politely when they call us uh, uh, you know, people who hate children and are against education. And if you want to be a member of this party, you will do the exact same thing. And if you don't do that, then we will punish you. I mean, it was Republicans that punished the congressman. The one guy just, he said, you lie. Now, Trump came along and he changed a lot of that. Trump did not change the decorum. He simply matched what Democrats had been doing for years. The finger-pointing of Trump. Oh, the decorum under Trump. Oh, things are so much more divisive. Oh, things are so much nastier. Oh, the names that he calls. Democrats have done that for years and years and years. It's just Republicans have always been told that's just how things are. We're better than that. So you just need to hope that the truth prevails and that people know that it's not true. In the meantime, keep your mouth shut. And Trump said no. Fight fire with fire. And a lot of Republicans, not necessarily the ones who had been in there pre-Trump, but the new blood that would come in, and they're like, yeah, this is the way that you win. For it to be that loud, that that is a that's a new threshold for it. This isn't an out of the blue. I mean, as I said, Republicans since Trump became president have become more vocal. They have become more willing to say, "Okay, no more double standard. You're going to hit us with fire. We're going to hit you back with fire." But in this sort of particular setting, uh, and frankly. This is really the first State of the Union that Biden has had. He had the, an address to the nation before. It's not technically a State of the Union, the first one, because it's not polite to address the State of the Union as it was under the previous president. And so I know it's semantics, but that's the reason that it's not called State of the Union, first one. But but this is the first one in which, you know, Biden, he's, he's, he's trying to take the position that he has as president and 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 lie about things that he has done and lie about things that currently Republicans are going to do uh, under these particular circumstances with Republicans willing to fight back. So point being, the reason that I think it looks surprised is because they're not used to Republicans doing this. When you are a Democrat president and you're giving an address before Congress, you're supposed to be able to go down the standard lies. And I mean, how my entire adult life, my entire adult life, I have heard Democrats say that Republicans are going to cut Medicaid. Republicans are going to take away your Medicare. Republicans are going to take away your Social Security every single time, every time they say this. And every single time Republicans would sit 
quietly, and it's not to say that they would concede it if they're being asked about it in a polite manner. They'd be like, well, that's not true, and here's why, and so forth. But this sort of react, I think it did catch him off guard. It, because th- this is not how Republicans are supposed to behave. You're not supposed to behave like Democrats. You're supposed to just take it. Part of and it depends on your visuals, but you can see this is what um, some of them were indicating or saying, and that is tell us who. And that's very important because Biden was specifically saying, no, I have a plan on my desk. He said, you can come to my desk. He's like, I'm not going to name names. And you could see there was a shot. I don't know if it was of Boebert, I recall, but there was one member of Congress. And you could see she's saying, who? Tell us who this is. Who is it? If I were Republicans, this is what I would demand. I would put the ball back in Biden's court if we're out there, and, and, and whether it's coming around Sunday or any of these shows, and, and, and the media is bringing this up. And instead of just saying it's not true, say, I want, I want to know who this member, I want to know who these Republicans are that Biden claims has a plan to sunset Social Security, to sunset Medicaid, to sunset. Who are they? And then I would also put the ball in the court of the media. As members of the media, I would think this is something you would be interested in finding out so you could get that member of Congress on to talk about it. So I I, I don't believe that Biden uh, believes that these things are true, what he's saying. I I think he's just used to being a Democrat where you get to make these false accusations and there is no meaningful pushback, and I think that's why it caught him off guard. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. A couple of other fact checks on Biden last night, which, again, I know most of you recognize, but claims he cut the deficit. Uh, After the first year, spending went down. That is because it was expired. It, It was already scheduled too good. It had nothing to do with him. Nothing. He did not do that. That was already put in place. It is a fascinating tidbit here to recognize that oftentimes areas that Democrats like to brag about the results aren't actually their results. And this is a perfect example of it. Well, I cut the deficit. Look at this. Mm, no, that was not you. It happened while you happened to be in the presidency, but that was a preset deal. There was this massive amount of money that was spent in the name of COVID that had a window of time for it to be spent, and then it stopped being spent. That was decided before you. But here he's one of his biggest, and this is one of the biggest bragging points of Democrats, but it's the result of a previous administration. What does that tell you about these people? When it comes to their successes or criticisms of Republicans, they either have to lie or claim the success of the other party. He says take-home pay is up again. I mean, this is real, uh, 
real average hourly wages were down in both 2021 and 22. And these are the sorts of things that I believe are lost on people, and they further demonstrate that the Democrat Party is out of touch with people because he's up there telling you you have it better than you did before. Um, And we know better. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Elizabeth Warren, Nancy Pelosi, they may not go to the grocery store on their own. They, They may not balance their checkbook like we do. So they don't know. They don't feel it. And while they may recognize the numbers and the reality of it, if you don't feel something, sometimes you forget other people do. And if you stand there kicking somebody in the knees while telling them it doesn't hurt, not only does that make it not hurt, but it's rubbing salt in the wound. When it comes to the issue of the border and fentanyl, Biden had this to say, and once again, Republican reaction. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. You got it. Uh, So you heard mentions of of the border. You heard the mentions of China because this is where the fentanyl is going as they funnel it through the Mexican drug cartel that it comes across the border. And then one member just flat out said it's your fault. And it is his responsibility. Now, he's not the originator of it, but China clearly has made him their lapdog. And it is fascinating that to one degree we pay attention and we use the downing of a balloon as a demonstration of our strength against China, but the the fact that they are killing tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of Americans with fentanyl, and it's deliberate. And and this, there, you know, no mention of China doing this. I mean, that the, compare and contrast. This is an administration who claimed we did not shoot down the spy craft because it might hurt somebody. So we did not want to make a move that might result in somebody being injured. Yet, when China makes a move, like they did with their spy balloon, regarding fentanyl that kills hundreds of thousands of Americans, that we don't, like, we we don't make any decisions regarding that. That seems a little lopsided, doesn't it? In other words, we will not shoot down a weather balloon because we don't want to potentially have it land on a house and hit someone. Not a weather balloon, but a spy craft. But when it comes to you know, 70, 80, 90,000 uh, Americans killed every year in this country because of China, well, we're not going to do it. I mean, we're not going to close the border or anything. That, those are acceptable losses, apparently. Seems a bit inconsistent. Uh, here's, uh, one other comment and then we're going to take a traffic update and, and then another bit of audio from the state of the union last night. And this one, you know, it's one thing when you make claims that people get angry about, but when your claims are so out of touch with reality that you're laughed at, that's a whole nother level. I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade and that's going to exceed <laughs> and beyond that. We're going to need it. God, 
in another decade. Ten years from now, Biden, he's saying he's telling the oil industry. Oh, well, yeah, we're probably going to need oil for another 10 years. It really sadly is laughable. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Now, there was one, uh, I I guess, enlightening moment last night, and it was an area that, uh, regarding an issue that we don't really hear that much about. And if you had asked me where do the parties fall on this particular issue, I I would not have known. But one thing that evidently the Democrats are universally very enthusiastic about is the issue of um, Fitzinnenjubes. Did you you know there's a Fitzinnenjubes? Here he is uh, talking about that issue and the response from Democrats. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. So they they, uh, they definitely are, or I guess they're against it because he talked about vetoing Fazitajubes. Uh, so that, that was something that I think a walk away uh, definitely, um, you know, it's something new. Generally, State of the Union addresses, it's it's a lot of the same, a lot of the same discussion and talk. But uh, for people just tuning in, and if you never watch the State of the Union and you think, boy, I need to start following politics because I don't know anything about Fajitajubes, uh, don't feel left out. It is sort of new. And, and I don't know if maybe that's going to be part of his campaign for reelection, and that's why he brought it up last night. But it was new to me. I mean, you know, a fajubadoo is something yeah. we can all get behind. Yeah, uh, clearly. I mean, if we can't come together on fajubadoos, then there really, truly is no hope for this country. Uh, American Transmissions, talk a text line 447-KSGF News in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.